Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Flash J. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Not going 2 2 to Diaz. Is hit in the air to deep left field. Back it goes. Elias Diaz. The National League in front. At 32 years old in his all star debut. A go ahead home run. Well, you never forget your first all star game. You are never going to forget your first. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Photoshop, show me something natural like Afro Show me something natural. I wanna feel some stretch marks. Still to take you down right on your mama couch and polo flag. Hey, this is way too crazy. Hey, you do not amaze me. Hey, I blew cool from AC. Hey, oh, but much just pace me. Hey, I don't fabricate it. Hey, most of y'all be faking. Hey, I stay modest about it. Hey, she elaborated. Hey, this that great poupon that AV on that TED talk. Hey, watch my soul speak. You let the meds talk. If I kill an um, it won't be the alcohol. Ayy, I'm the realest um, after all. Tell him be humble. Hold up, sit hold down. Up, hold up. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. We want to hear from you, of course. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or to text in. Also got the Asher Record Live fan feedback. After me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. Going to have Michael Bratton of that SEC podcast join us here in about 20 minutes. Looking forward to catching up with him, talking a little bit about college football and especially the SEC Media Days coming up next week, which we will be live from. So really looking forward to doing that and having some uh, great guests. It's in Nashville for the first time. I believe it's the first time it's been in Nashville. I know they've had it in Hoover most of the time. It was in Tampa last year or Atlanta last year. One of I know they've had it in Atlanta. I think they had it in Tampa one year. I could be wrong. Anyways, they're moving it all around. <laughs> it's hard to keep up with. But it might be in Dallas next year is what the rumors are having. I'm all for that. Okay. And appa- keep it moving. Apparently they they're wanting to do it at the star down there. Oh, they're gonna copy the Big Twelve. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> Almost like, hey, we took your best teams. Now we're gonna force you out of there. Force you out of uh, your media day uh, time. Now the Big Twelve, they have other options though. They oh, would yeah. go to the Houston area most so, likely. Well, and that's what I've heard too is that they would move or they're because now that Houston's going to be is joining the Big Twelve or has joined the Big Twelve, 
uh, they would move there too. So they he, could also do it in Cincinnati. They could do that's it in true. Orlando. Now that would because be funny. Because of UCF, that'd be that'd be cool. Well, I mean, yeah, I would. I think it would be cool. But you know, those media people would be hacked. Like, are you kidding me? Like, because nobody can drive there. No one's going to drive there. That's yeah. in the Big Twelve. It's like you, you know, at least you could fly. Go enjoy Disney World. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, go to the Mouse House and hang out during uh, Big Twelve Media Days. But uh, still, yeah, that would be something in itself, though. If Big Twelve Media Days were at Disney World. That, or or any conference for we, that matter. Well, I mean, because because what does Disney own? That's a huge brand in sports. ESPN. Yep. So now yeah, it would make sense if they did that, and then they who knows maybe ESPN may push for that at some point. But I I I would be for that. Uh, and I because I was talking to some people that uh, some other SEC media members yesterday too, and we were discussing you know some stuff we're going to have planned and whatnot. But they were complaining about the Dallas deal. It's like if it moves to there, I'm going to be so upset. It's like, shut up. It's like, well, you know what? I'm glad because it's four hours for me, and I'm sick and tired of Arkansas always having to go so far for any of the SEC events. And also, screw you, Alabama people. You got everything in your state. So, yeah, you need to start traveling a little bit more. Yeah, the coaches and players, it's about the media. For sure. Coaches and players, they don't care. It's yeah, like They'll go anywhere. Yeah, they're getting on a private jet, and they're there. Yeah, you're going to have Floyd Mayweather. Huh? <laughs> Call him up and say, hey, get your guy over here, man. Pick us up. we got to go to SEC media days. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, it's about the media. And then they want all the media there that they can be because then more media, more hotel rooms, more hotel rooms, more stuff that you can they can pay for. It's a bigger event. So, yeah, they're, they're going to try to accommodate the media. And that's what I told them, too. I'm like, the reason they're doing it in these places is because it's not easy to fly to Hoover or to Birmingham and then go to Hoover for a lot of people. But it's easy to fly to Dallas. It's easy to fly to Atlanta. It's easier to fly to Nashville. That's what it's about. It's just travel arrangements. Yeah. But it's not going to change. But either way, we're going to be out there next week and really appreciate First Security Bank, title sponsor of all of our coverage there at SEC Media Days, as well as Coffin by Design West and UAMS Health. Really looking forward to being out there next week. Be a good time. Get some great information about the upcoming football season. No doubt. From all 14 coaches and... And the next year will be 16, 16 coaches that will be involved, and plus the players, and you'll hear from Greg Sankey, and uh, hope, hopefully there's some like good stuff, that maybe some controversy that comes out of it. Sometimes there is, sometimes there isn't. But I do miss the days of the Steve Spurrier, Les Miles, because uh, you always knew that they were, because they, they took it as a joke, so they would just say stuff. Like That's what I loved about, especially Steve Spurrier. He would take shots at people. He would, he would make fun of people. He'd go to that Arby's that was down the road and with the sunglasses on, giving the thumbs up, getting his uh, Arby sauce. I, he took it as a joke, and so did Les Miles. And that's kind of what made it fun. Even Brett Bielma there for a couple of years would cause some controversy. But Orgeron, he was yeah. somebody that a lot of people like hearing from. Oh, yeah. And then uh, also Mike Leach, rest in peace. When he, he was there, he'd always have some great comments. Wayne Kiffin. Oh, yeah. And you know he's going to have something to say. The worst ones were always Gus Malzahn, boring. And uh, I remember uh, the oh what was his, what was the coach's name at Missouri? Uh, Gary Pinkle when he was there he they was probably extremely just, boring yeah repeated the same things a lot of coaches speak oh yeah just and also just so like monotone and this is what we're gonna do and we're excited for the upcoming year well the thing about it is they didn't necessarily want to be there so no. just like the other coaches took a different approach with it they may not have wanted to be there but they're like we're here it's happening we're just gonna have fun with it yeah. and. You know, we don't necessarily go over the top with it, answering questions, but how about just having some funny moments because we want to get through this thing as quickly as possible. Exactly. If I was a coach, if you didn't want to take shots at like other SEC coaches, I, I mean, you can. I think it'd be fun if you did, especially if it was just in good fun. But if you can't, if you don't want to do that, take shots at other conferences or other teams. You know, just just make fun of them, being like, yeah, we got all the best teams joining our conference. You know, they're leaving that other conference where who'd they add? Oh yeah, yeah, Central Florida. Ooh. Yeah, great one. You know, just do something. Have some trash talk. It's great because that's why it's Trash Talk Thursday. We love trash talk. We love it, especially during talking season, as it was. But I, my first SEC media days when I was bringing up Les Miles, I remember he like this is when I really realized how weird he was. So how it does is they have a big room where all the coaches go that to talk like that's on the SEC Network, like it's on TV, and then they have like three other rooms. They have a thing called a, a radio, uh, like podcast room or something that's another group of people like smaller but you only get like five minutes so you get less time and they just kind of jump around well in that podcast radio room since there's only five minutes if coaches didn't want to talk they'd sit down and they'd be like okay i'm going to give an opening statement 
I'm going to talk for four minutes, four and a half minutes, <laughs> and then maybe get one question in. Kevin Sumlin did that every time <laughs> because he never wanted to be asked. But Les Miles did the same thing, too, because he sat down and didn't get asked anything or whatnot. He just sits down, and this was during the, I think it was the World Cup, something to do with soccer. But he's just like, you know, I've been watching that, this soccer thing here lately, and, you know, the thing about soccer is it's, it's got FIFA in it, and, and the F, one of the Fs in FIFA stands for federation and when you hear the word federation don't you don't you just always think of a guy holding a gun and just a guy that's just like sitting there protecting somebody or you know about the no, so he went on for almost five minutes about that it, it wasn't i don't know if it was five minutes but it was like half the time and everyone was like okay he wanted to change it up though because you're gonna get those same questions exactly that's every time you move and that's why it probably does make sense for a lot of those coaches oh it's only five minutes well let me go in here and just talk for five minutes as opposed to being asked a couple more questions that we've already answered. Yeah. I hope one. I would hope one coach could just, after going to the big room and getting asked all the football questions, and they send this room, like, all right, I'm not answering any football questions. Y'all can ask me about my favorite foods, like just something like that to have some fun with it, which I also think some people do too. But uh, I think it's fun. I think it's enjoyable to get to know some of the coaches and see some of the personality that they have uh, going with it too. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see if any controversy or any fun comes out from it next week. But Sam Pittman and Arkansas go Wednesday morning, right after Alabama and Nick Saban. So, great. Uh, the police escorts for Coach Saban and, you know, him That'll be nice. Around. That'll be a fun day. Oh, yeah. That, well, it's going to be the most crowded day, for sure. Well, because I don't know. It's, now it's in Tennessee. It may not be as crowded. There'll still be fans there from Alabama. But Absolutely. It's not... It's a short drive for them also. Yeah. Georgia fans, though, are feeling themselves after back-to-back titles. So they may want to make their presence known up there in Nashville. And Tennessee fans will be there. I don't know how many Vandy fans no, will be No, they're going to be there. Up, they're there. Yeah. I mean, but it's just, do they care Do they care that much? Are we going to see the guys that dress up as Bear Bryant there? You know, or the guy with the ring on his hat, on his head? Are we going to see those people? Are they going to make the trip? Don't know. If, if they've been at all the other locations and realized that it hadn't been just moving around a lot, but if they've been at each one, you would expect that they would be there. Yeah, they better be, because they're, they're as much a staple as anybody, that's for sure. Uh, just Chuck texted in and said, uh, the lesson that we have learned from Eric Musselman is that flamboyant coaches that are always putting their program in the spotlight recruit really well. Boring coaches likely suffer worse recruiting results. I think there's some truth to that, but you got to be able to also be good at as, as a coach, too. <laughs> like, you can be flamboyant and crazy all day long, but if you're not having the results on the court to go along with it, one, that'll make you get out the door a lot quicker, and two, no one's going to pay attention to you if you don't have the results to come along right, with it. Right, right, and then people will get irritated with some of those antics if you're not winning. Yeah, that's kind of where at least I'm at, and I know other people are at. Like Eli Drinkwitz is, a, is an example, which he's won, and he's of course he's beaten Arkansas two out of three years, not taking that away from him. But he does have a lot of antics that get on people's nerves. And it's like, dude, you, you never had a winning record yet. Like, that, that's kind of annoying. So, you know, there, there's, there's ways to do it, and there's ways to get the recruiting out there. But I don't blame coaches of schools. Like, with Tony Vitello at Tennessee is a great example. Tennessee was a non-existent baseball program, really. And he's in a big pond in the SEC where he's all these programs. Like, how am I going to stand out? I'm going to allow my players to come in and kind of cause some problems. Like, r- r- rustle it up a little bit. Have some fun. Do some bat flips. And players love that. And so and it leads to getting other players right. like that that are highly recruited and really good players. That's right. And it leads to them they're like, man, I can go have fun there. It looks like it's a fun place to be. And so, yes, it can work out for you, and there's reasons to do it. But, you know, I don't want to say Nick Saban or Kirby Smart's flamboyant, and they're the ones that are the most successful coaches in this conference. And they're, they're not flamboyant. They, they allow their to players to, to express mm-hmm. their personality and – it you know if they're winning they don't care how these players and and you know other people will hmm. take from that well they're ha- having all these off field problems but some of that sometimes comes along with the territory if you have some players that are winning at a high level then uh, sometimes they do have some off field issues and it's not right or wrong but sometimes it's easier to overlook those things when you're having the high success on the field too uh, Asher Record Life fan feedback this comes from Rich. He says, how awkward is Texas and Oklahoma feeling right now at Big 12 Media Days? Morning guys were talking like it, will, it would be like Arkansas last year in the Southwest Conference. LSU baseball hitting the portal hard again. Also getting that back, that big lefty after he was drafted. The Rory deal, he would not have said that if he didn't shoot what he did today. He is an idiot and just <laughs> keeps digging his own hole even bigger. 
You see Tiger kept his mouth shut. Rory is starting to get guys on the PGA Tour mad at him as well and starting to alienate himself. That is a wonder, though. Why is Rory still speaking about this, or was he asked about it in some kind of way? Because it does get to a point where you just let this thing just die down as far as talking about it publicly. I would assume he was asked about it because I'm sure that there's reporters there that know we asked Rory, he's going to give us a great quote. And when he does, people are going to start talking about it. So there's going to be people that I'm sure ask him about it. Be like, hey, uh, see, the, the Liv did this. What, what's your thoughts? And he's going to give his thoughts on it. So why can't Rory, though, at this point just get to it where he says, okay, we've talked about this. I've addressed it. You guys know how, how I feel. This is it. Mm-hmm. We're not going to talk about this anymore. Uh, I they are out of my mind. Don't want to hear about them. You know I don't like them. We're not talking about him anymore. It would make sense. But I think with him, and again, this is just my guess, I guess like with the whole merging of PGA and Liv, it's almost like if that didn't happen, maybe at this point we'd finally get to where he would stop talking about it. But it's almost like he just set that thing on fire once again. But even and he then, when the merger happened, he really expressed how he felt about that. Correct. So it's like you know how he feels. Yeah. The question shouldn't be asked anymore. Yeah, I mean, I. If he keeps giving the answers like this, then he's oh yeah, they're going to keep. Yeah, for sure, they're so going to keep asking as long as he answers. Yeah, so that's that's the thing on Rory. Rory just needs to stop and just move on, man. Like you can't do anything about it now. Just go play golf, go go win some majors. You need some of those, and, and keep it moving, man. That's all you got to do. But yeah, great uh, Asher record there, Rich. You jumped around to three different things there. But as far as the Oklahoma Texas deal, I don't think it's awkward for them. I mean, it may be awkward for people there knowing that it's not going to be them next season, but... Yeah, Texas and OU, they're there, and they're like, yeah, we don't care. Yeah. It's like, this we're is we're not going to be here next year. Yeah, what was it, the Magic Johnson? I ain't going to be here next... I'm going to be here by then. You know, it's kind of that thing. They're not going to be here next year. They're moving on. They don't care. And Now, if there's anything that's important to the league, some significant changes that they have to pay attention to because of the fact that they're going to play one more season, maybe that's one thing, but as far as... If they're discussing things in the future and what's moving forward, Texas and OU, they're like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be here for that. Yeah, we don't worry about it. Because not only did you have Mike Gundy yesterday talking about Oklahoma and Bedlam and not happening, but even Sonny Dykes, who, of course, is a TCU team to play in the national championship, which if I'm Sonny Dykes, I am flying high, and I'm going to talk trash because it's like nobody did what you did last year. And he said uh, with people asking him at Media Days about the moves being made, uh, he said, if it's all about lining your pockets with money, the decisions are really easy. It's like, look at Missouri. They were playing in a lot of Big 12 championships. Haven't seen that much in the SEC. <laughs> Says A&M was a competitive program. Not so often now. He's, uh-huh. like, I, he's like, I don't know about you, but UCLA and Rutgers feel like more of a natural rivalry to us than wow. those teams do. Oh, my gosh. So like, Man, he went way over the top. He is flying high. Again, like if you play in the championship game against Georgia Grand, you got your taints handed to you, and you lost 60 60- billion to nothing it seemed like but no it's like no other big 12 team has played in the college football play uh championship and you've been the first one to do it. at least no, i don't think they have no other texas team that's oh, yeah. like yeah they, i mean they had the most success out of all the texas teams last season so they had bragging rights oh yeah i i, I would ride that until you can't ride it anymore uh, coach dykes do everything you can uh he also uh said uh, don't know. Don't know what's well, what's going to happen with Oklahoma and Texas, but I think time will tell. You can say, "Well, we were four and eight, but we made a lot of money." At the end of the day, if that's what's it about, congratulations. We'll see you then. Okay, Coach Dykes, letting everybody know about Texas and Oklahoma. Now you do not care about it. Going to be moving on. Uh, Just Chuck even says uh, Texas and Oklahoma being at the Big Twelve Media Days is like a husband and wife who are waiting for their divorce to be finalized, but still having to show up for piano recital and soccer games together. That sounds about <laughs> right. That's a great comparison, great analogy. Forced awkwardness is what uh, he refers to. That is a hundred percent true. Except uh, one, uh, one of uh, the whether it's the husband or the wife is moving on to in their minds a much better marriage with a lot more money and a lot going to be a lot happier and the other one's bitter about it <laughs> and hates them for it so yeah but it's true there is a very big awkwardness i'm sure going on right now uh, at big 12 media days but i guess is a big 12 and pac 12 are this week and sec acc maybe or next week i don't know, I don't know when all the conferences go but uh yeah big 12 has been going on and having it in dallas and at the star i've never been to the star i guess it's a is it is it like a big event center essentially? Is oh what yeah, it is? yeah. It's the Cowboys practice facility. Okay, so wow. they they have a stadium there that 
They can play high school games. They could play small college games. Hmm. Um, they have all, all kinds of attractions there. Whenever it was the Cowboys were, yeah, when they were on Hard Knocks, they did a drone that flew through there, and you saw all the different areas. And, yeah, really great facility and a lot of attractions around there. I mean, are we surprised that Jerry Jones would have a less than elite facility, whatever Not it is? At all. Whatever it is. Because isn't it a the isn't it Little Rock Catholic here? Because that's where Jerry, I guess Jerry Jones donates a lot of money there. Don't yes. they have something like a like a star on one of their facilities uh, from that? That I don't know. Okay, I thought that's what I heard. Now, I remember there was something comparable that's like at the Star and uh, and the Frisco, but there's also something here at Catholic. I, I could be wrong, but I know they donates a lot of money to that school and uh, has a has a huge imprint on there. That, it's amazing that. Two NFL owners came from the same high school. Jed York of the 49ers. They're oh, both yeah. from the same high school. Yeah. That is weird. I didn't realize that. And very successful owners. Yes. Very successful owners. Man. And there's only 32 of them. Yeah, my buddies went to that school, and I'm like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> He's like, hey, why don't you guys own NFL teams? What's going on there? But, yeah, because the Jerry's grandkids or did any of his i think his kids maybe went to catholic they did, here too. Yeah, yeah yeah steve steven went there that's right so yeah great great connections there too but it, we'll see if it's at the star next year but uh it'll be uh, it'll be fun to see what all plays out next week at sec media days but we're taking a break because coming up we've got michael bratton of that sec podcast we'll talk to him about some of these hot seat rankings we were discussing and get his thoughts and opinions on uh what to expect out of sec media days next week maybe some of the big storylines too we'll keep it moving on a trash talk thursday you won't want to miss it so stay tuned you're not about Commercial and residential painting. Hire the pros at Serta Pro Painters. Get your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Sports Center. Last night in the NBA Summer League, the Thunder beat the Pacers 98-87. Jalen Williams of Arkansas had four points and four rebounds. Chet Holmgren had 25 points, nine rebounds, and five blocks. And Usman Jang had 22 points, nine rebounds, and six assists. The Magic fell to the Knicks 82-80. Anthony Black had eight points, 14 rebounds, four assists, and two blocks. Then the Celtics beat the Lakers 95-90. They were led by Jordan Walsh, who had 25 points and eight rebounds. Tonight in the NBA Summer League, the Hornets will take on the Pelicans at 6.30 on NBA TV. Nick Smith Jr. should see some playing time in that one. Then the Trailblazers will take on the Magic at 8 on ESPN2. Anthony Black could see playing time in that one, or he could be rested on the second night of a back-to-back. And in Wimbledon news, American Christopher Eubanks fell to Daniel Medvedev yesterday. An American has not won Wimbledon since Pete Sampras did in 2000. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Hey folks, Wild Bill here with Magic Market, Motorsports Authority in Hot Springs and Russellville. Folks, we're kicking off our third annual Sizzling Summer Sell-Off, and my goodness, do we have the inventory. That's right, Bill. We've got the best inventory we've ever had. Not going to last long. Terrains, rogues, forerunners, pilots, escapes. And don't forget, we say yes. Come see us. We've got plenty of financing options for you to get you in the vehicle of your dreams. And if you can't make it to one of our locations, you can always visit us online at msastore.com. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Brewskies is the spot for lunch downtown. Burgers, wings, sandwiches, loaded fries, and healthy options like wraps and salads. Prepared from scratch daily and made hot and fresh to order. Happy hour starts at 11 a.m. and those drink specials go with everything on the menu. Brewskies, your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Tonight at Brewskies, it's sports trivia at 7 p.m. Followed by the best karaoke party in town at 9 p.m. And the party don't stop till 2 a.m. 
This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis. If you've never painted a room before, it's easier than you think. First-timers who plan each step are quick to wonder what all the fuss was about. Head over to Whit Davis in Jacksonville, Sherwood, or Greenbrier, and you'll find more Valspar medallion colors than you could possibly imagine, including the perfect one for your interior painting project. Medallions are the only paint and primer with color affinity and provides one coat color that lasts. Get organized, get down to work, and then enjoy. And don't settle for anything less than Valspar medallion paint and primer at Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Join 1037 The Buzz as First Security Bank presents coverage of the 2023 SEC Media Days. Get the latest news, interviews, and highlights brought to you in part by Kaufman by Design West and UAMS. Be sure to watch 1037 The Buzz social media for live videos, pictures, and more. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff or Sam Eklund in Star City today. Alzheimer's disease affects over 6 million Americans. While there is no cure, there are steps you can take to reduce your risk and improve brain health. Steps include regular exercise, eating a healthy diet, staying socially engaged, and challenging your brain with new activities. If you or a loved one are experiencing memory loss or other symptoms of Alzheimer's, seek medical attention right away. Join us in the fight against Alzheimer's. Learn more at healthyar.info forward slash bold. A message from the Arkansas Department of Health. If you aren't using Mosquito Joe yet, what are you waiting for? Mosquito Joe provides customized mosquito control solutions specific to your property. It's not a one-size-fits-all deal. Whether it be our standard barrier treatments, a full-scale misting system, or maybe even Mosquito Joe's commercial-grade repellent systems for patios and special events, Mosquito Joe provides a satisfaction guarantee with everything we do. So stop smacking yourself in the face and visit arkansas.mosquitojoe.com. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Went to the liquor store. I loaded up with alcohol. More specifically, vodka, whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka, more whiskey. Beer. Because I wasn't just going to sit around for a couple of hours in Jonesboro. I was going to drink all night long. On 103.7 The Buzz. It's a great time to get to Twin Peaks for happy hour, 2 to 7. Later, happy hour, 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a lunch combo starting as low as $7.99. If you want to take some food to go, you can order online, curbside, or to go. Courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Bikini Week continues on through today at Twin Peaks. Great drink specials to celebrate during Bikini Week, including watermelon margaritas. But plenty more that you can ask about at Twin Peaks. That You get great drink specials there. So just ask about the drink specials during Bikini Week through today. Twin Peaks has plenty of seating inside and out. Wall-to-wall TVs to see all the sports action. There's MLB, Combat Sports, Wimbledon. NBA Summer League, Barbasol Championship, and Genesis Scottish Open. They're this week, and those are two golf tournaments getting us ready for the Open Championship. So all the sports are there at Twin Peaks. It's an all-around great time, great food and drinks. It's Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. It's Trash Talk Thursday. You're on Out of Bounds. Going to have Michael Bratton of that SEC podcast joining us here in just a second. As, uh, we'll talk to him about the SEC media days and just college football in general. Also, I want to get his thoughts on the hot seat ratings, mainly for Sam Pittman, because Dennis Dodd, for those of you just joining us, does a great job of covering all things college football. He had Sam Pittman where zero is untouchable and five is win now or get fired. He had Sam Pittman as a one. So it, that was about as high as you could get for securing your job unless you're like Kirby Smart or Nick Saban. So it just depends on how you look at it and how, how you approach it, but... I know that there's been people that either agree with that or disagree with that. It's up to you, and of course it depends on if you're a Razorback fan or not. But we'll talk about that 
and a lot more as we go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. And welcome in Michael Braddon of That SEC Podcast, friend of the show. And Mike, as always, appreciate you joining us, man. How are you doing this afternoon? Oh, doing great, John. Just gearing up for SEC Media Day, so I appreciate you making some time for me. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, uh, actually, let's start there with SEC Media Days. It's in Nashville. I know it's your uh, neck of the woods, something you've uh, been able to call home for a while, so I'm sure you're excited about not having to travel for it. But also, just generally speaking, is there one thing that stands out to you the most as far as the headlines going into this with maybe Texas and Oklahoma joining, maybe the cliche one, but what's what's the biggest storyline for you right now heading into next week? It's probably Georgia and all their off-the-field issues, if I'm putting it kindly, uh, because this has all the signs. I mean, all, all off-season, John, I know you've been hearing it. We've all been hearing it. Uh, Georgia, they, they probably they should be number one in the country, and a lot of people have them pegged as the likely champion, once again, which is incredible to, to think, a team could go 41 years without winning a title and then going three for three. But I certainly think the signs are there that uh, they are losing track of, uh, of what they need to be focused on, clearly. I mean, I mean, it just seems like every week there's a new headline out of Athens, and they're, and they're almost all negative. You're going to imagine that going into the SEC media days with Texas A&M, Jimbo Fisher is probably going to get tired of answering questions about Bobby Petrino and the offense and how everything is going to work there. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, <laughs> usually Joe, when, when someone, if anybody missed it, these spring press conferences, they are usually that, that's when you get some really good stuff from these coaches because they're at ease, they're they're willing to answer things because there's no pressure, there's no games. And that was the most combative press conference I've ever seen in my life for the spring. Uh, and Jimbo was just simply asked, you know, will he call plays or will it be Bobby Petrino? He couldn't even give it a, a straight answer. So uh, that is only going to ramp up as we get closer and closer to the season. And particularly if the Aggies struggle on offense, which they've done about every year for the past 10 years, uh, I mean, this, this is a powder keg that uh, could explode at any time in College Station. Well, one thing we were discussing, too, was been coaches' hot seats. And Dennis Dodd of CBS Sports ranked all 133 coaches in college football, at least in the FBS level, of where their hot seat ranks. He had Jimbo Fisher as the one with the hottest seat. Is it just him and him alone in the SEC as far as being on the hot seat in this conference? Or are there a couple of other coaches that maybe you would put into this category of, hey, this year you better show us something or there might be some changes? Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I knew we were going to talk about this. I, I'm not a big fan of hot seat talk in the summer because we're supposed to be optimistic. We're supposed to be positive. No, Everybody's good, no none of that here. All. We can't be optimistic here. <laughs> but, of course, that's that's not reality. Once, once these games come in and, and people start losing, uh, I mean, there's two guys that I have my eyes on in the SEC, aside from Jimbo, and I would argue, I mean, with, with the talent and everything that he has and the resources, it's it's despicable that they went five and seven last year. They should have fired him already. Uh, but two guys to keep their eyes on, and one of them just got a contract extension. But I, that's not worth the paper it's written on. And that's Eli Drinkwitz at Missouri, because hey, maybe five ten years ago we give someone four or five six seasons to see what they can do. Uh, Missouri is just I mean they've been below five hundred every year, and I realize it's not a historically great program. I'm not saying it is, but this has got to be the year where they show something. And by something, I'm saying seven, eight wins. That, you know, I, I think that's realistic if things break right. If not, we may have to move on from Drake. His recruiting has certainly suffered last cycle and it's suffering now. Uh, and then the other guy, this is crazy to even say, but uh, Billy Napier at Florida. I mean, it's, this is not a joke when I say this, but Vanderbilt is a must-win game because they lost to Vanderbilt last year. They host them this year. If they lose to Vanderbilt in the middle of the year in the swamp, uh, Billy Napier should be fired immediately, I think. Who are your most interesting hearing from, whether it's a coach or player at SEC Media Days? Most interested in hearing from, uh, I mean, it, it's always been Mike Leach, rest in peace. He's not going to be there. So I, I guess I got to shift to uh, the other coach in that state. I'm going with Lane Kiffin because you, you never know quite what you're going to get out of him and uh you know he's kind of been talking 
out both sides of his mouth about the NIL this offseason. I know he's bringing Judkins. It's it's rare that you see a true sophomore at an event like this, but I bet Lane Kiffin's going to talk about uh, some of the fellow coaches down there trying to poach his star running back. So you just never know what you're going to get out of Lane Kiffin. That's kind of my favorite thing about media days. We all go into it with narratives and talking points, and that typically all gets thrown out the window uh, because there's news that actually happens at the event. Speaking with Michael Bratton of that SEC podcast, you're on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. Yeah, and in looking at Media Days too, and knowing that it's going to be in Nashville and it's going to be a different vibe and everything too. Uh, I, I always miss the days of when coaches like Steve Spurrier or Les Miles would just kind of treat it as a joke. Where yeah, they they would give some answers here and there, but their approach was just kind of like, ah, eh, I'm just going to say whatever I want to say and and have some fun with it. Do you, do you feel like there will be some of that this year, or do you feel like it's going to be maybe just Elaine Kiffin and maybe one other coach that'll uh, kind of stir it up a little bit? But I just don't want it to be boring, I guess is my fear. I don't want it to be boring coach speak the entire time. We need some trash talk going on. No, 100%. I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I wish they would all trash talk. I mean, I thought that's what was the whole point of media days, but... Uh... But you're right. I mean, I guess with the with it being televised and all the coverage, I mean, some of these guys are scared to death to say. I mean, Nick Saban and Kirby Smart can literally say anything they want. They're, it's not going <laughs> to catch up to them on the field, and, and no one's going to put them on the hot seat. So why not? But uh, I, I'm certainly glad when there's no disrespect to Nick Saban, but I'm, I'm always glad when one of his disciples get fired in the SEC because all these guys, they go by the same code, and, and they just – they refuse to say anything interesting uh, with a microphone in front of their face. So uh, I, I wish we could go back to the old days where coaches would let it fly. And, and I would even encourage them to drink alcohol. I don't know if it, hmm. I'm surely that's not allowed, but uh, I'd be in favor of it. Mike, you could be a tour guide in a sense being there in Nashville. So what are some must to do whenever you have downtime in Nashville? Drink. That's the main one. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, that, that's what everybody's going to be doing down there. It's right down on Broadway. Um, I don't know if, if you guys are aware of this, but uh, there's construction all around the hotel, so they picked the worst possible time. They're redoing an entire bridge right there, so it's going to be a train wreck uh, getting in and out of there. But, uh, yeah, I can only imagine how many drinks will be consumed down there on Broadway. Uh, but, you know, as, as far as that, I mean, that's the main attraction there. Just go see some live music, get some good drinks in. It's, it's hot as can be here. Uh, so you need a, a several just to cool down. Yeah, is there a karaoke place? Uh, I think that's the most important thing that we got to figure out. I'm sure there is. Maybe one or two in the city of Nashville. But uh, can, you, can you help us out? Because we got to keep the tradition going. Yeah, honestly, not a big karaoke guy but i know for a fact there's about half a dozen within walking distance of the hotel so yeah you're gonna be just fine i mean you you could throw a football and, and hit a karaoke bar in downtown uh, nashville good to know well hey listen also we're going back i know you don't like talking about the hot seat type of stuff but i i was curious because great uh dennis dodd should say had sam Pittman as a one with zero being untouchable and sam Pittman as a one heading into the season I'm not saying that he should be a five or even a four or anything like that, but I thought it would be a little bit higher. What do you make of this season for Sam Pittman and the importance of it and going forward as a Razorback head coach, knowing that he's not going to have KJ next year, he's not going to have Rocket Sanders next year, you got two new teams joining the conference. Just how important of a season is this for Sam Pittman to be able to bounce back from going 6-6 six and six from last season and have an even better year this season? Yeah, no, I agree 100% with you, and uh, I'm, I'm one of the biggest Sam Pittman fans out there, so I'm rooting for him, but uh, this is a paramount year, and I think it's because the changes at coordinator and how last season ended, and there certainly seemed from the outside looking in like some uh, issues in the locker room, to put it kindly. So have they moved on from all that, or does that seep over to another season? What happens if they significantly downgraded at both coordinator spots, which I don't think is the case, but we can't completely rule it out either until we see it on the field. So, I mean, there is a, there is a path to Sam Pittman exiting the season on a pretty uh, hot seat. I, I really do think, again, I don't think that's going to happen, but uh, to put him at a one, no, I, 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 don't, I wouldn't quite go that far. I'd 
I'd probably put him at a two. Uh, so again, not very close to the hot seat, but certainly a situation to monitor. This is a huge year for him. Uh, I don't think you really judge a head coach on on who he initially hires because it, it, stability is all about replacing coordinators. Because as long as he's going to be the, the coach at Arkansas, if he keeps nailing these coordinator hires, people are going to try to steal him away. So what's his ability to rehire those guys? Uh, we just don't know that uh, until this fall. Well, they better back off because uh, you know, hopefully the Arkansas has a big year this year and can have some momentum. I think they can, but as you said, they got to show it on the field and they got to keep K.J. Jefferson healthy. That's the most important thing. But, Mike, as always, dude, appreciate it. We'll see you in Nashville next week, man. Have a good weekend. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, again, Michael Brown of that SEC podcast joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Outline. Take a break. Come back with more your phone calls and messages, as well as a Razor Hog update presented by True Service. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned. Do you need Rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving our Kansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. The Powerball jackpot from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery is now more than $700 million. So, what would you do if you won? So with a jackpot, I would spoil my family and uh, take care of them. So if I win the lottery, I would start my own business. I would uh, give my family financial freedom. Got your ticket? If not, visit your local lottery retailer for your chance to win the Powerball jackpot of more than $700 million. This is winning. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Wes Moore. Coming up Friday in The Zone, we're talking Diamond Hogs baseball with Jace Borfin. Friend of The Zone was drafted by the Toronto Blue Jays in the sixth round. We'll get his thoughts on the draft and find out if he's signed yet or if he's going to sign. Plus, Tom Murphy joins us at 11.10, talking all things Razorbacks. And we'll get a little entertainment news from Philip Martin. Join us for The Zone. It's where sports and entertainment come crashing together. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GPS for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GPS for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GPS for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first Philip. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. 
It's Justin Acre for Serta Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Serta Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Serta Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Serta Pro. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Point of parliamentary procedure. Don't screw around, they're serious this time. Take it easy, I'm in pre-law, man. Thought you pre-med. What's the difference? On 103.7 The Buzz. Fried. A cold beer on a Friday night A pair of jeans that fit just right And the radio Well, I was raised up beneath the shade of a Georgia pine And that's home, you know Sweet tea, pecan pie, homemade wine Where the peaches grow And my house, it's not much to talk about Set of bounds on Trash Talk Thursday But one place we're never going to talk trash about is Guatney, Chevrolet, and Jacksonville Because, hey, listen, the sun's out It was raining this morning And it was a little dicey out there But now the sun's out It's still in the middle of July Sir, some of you are going to be going on a road trip, maybe with the family. Maybe you're going out of town, or maybe, just maybe, you're getting ready for football season and you're going to be driving up to Fayetteville and those, for those Razorback games. So here's the deal. You don't want to do it in some old car, one that doesn't do it for you, that doesn't look good, that doesn't fit the whole family, everyone's uncomfortable, the air conditioning ain't working right. Waste no more time, folks. Go to Guadney Chevrolet and get you something real nice, as Cousin Eddie would say, because they got so many nice vehicles when it comes to their brand-new inventory, whether it's Silverados, whether it's Tahoes, whether it's full-size vehicles, they got it all for you. And if you're looking for something a little pre-owned, maybe you got uh, the kid turning 16, or for their graduation gift that's going to be taking place here this fall or this spring, depending on if they're in high school or college, doesn't matter. Get you a pre-owned vehicle for them, too. They got it all at Guadney Chevrolet. If you don't believe me, see for yourself. You can check out their inventory at guadneychevrolet.com, but just bypass that. Go see him in person. Go see our guy Grant over there. He'll make sure that he gets you taken care of at Guadney Chevrolet right there off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville at 1301 TP White Drive. It's Guadney Chevrolet and guadneychevrolet.com. I'm going to have Dudley Dawson of hogville.net joining us here in just a little bit. Uh, I guess about 15, oh man, even less than that, probably like 20 minutes, 12 minutes, not 20 minutes, 12 minutes. Uh, we'll talk to him about some of the stuff going on with Arkansas and recruiting and get some summer league updates, too, on some of these players in the NBA. I know, uh, I think he's probably been a little bit interested in watching Jordan Walsh with the Celtics. Could oh, be absolutely. Wrong. Could be wrong. Which he had a great game last night. Another great game for him. Uh, seeing those highlights of him hitting threes, it's just like, I didn't, we didn't get to see that that much this uh, in college. But, man, look at him now. He said they were holding him back yeah. offensively. Yeah. Don't have to worry about that in the, in the summer <laughs> leagues anymore. No more holding you back, Jordan. No, there's, uh, there's more space in the NBA game. So if you are one of those guys who you enjoy the spacing and you get some of those opportunities on kickouts to shoot those wide-open threes, that's what he's capitalizing on. Yeah, and I, I know I'm rooting for him. I know every Razorback fan's rooting for him. And all the players there uh, for Arkansas that's uh, performing in the, in the summer league. In fact, last night I watched a little bit of the Magic with uh, Anthony Black had this little tip in, which was really cool, and seeing that. But I think it's almost like making Worlds Collide where you see both him and Audis Tony on the court together. That's kind of a cool thing. Two players that were a year separated from at Arkansas, but were only one-year players at Arkansas and had a huge impact on those teams that they played for. Some of the summer league numbers are always interesting, too. Audis Tony, number 51. You don't see that a lot in NBA, but he's somebody that's trying to make the team, and... He wants to at least be on a two-way contract where he can go back and forth between NBA and G League. But, yeah, you see some odd numbers sometimes that normally wouldn't be worn during the season, but those numbers get pared down as 
you get the training camps and you get to the NBA season. I saw somebody with 57 last night. I'm like, you know, I'm not saying that that would be the number they stick with if they get to the to the league and to the NBA or, or anything like that. But I was like, I don't know any other 57s, so you could be unique that way. You could you keep that number because is Nick Smith double zero? Is that what he is? I but believe? that was the number that he chose right. from the start. So as soon as they put his jersey on display, the number that it, he chose number double zero. Mm. See, I wish he would have had double zero at Arkansas. I thought that would have been cool. Because there's only been two double zeros at Arkansas. You remember, it was Kai Madden and Michael Washington. There's been a few zeros, but, uh, yeah, he's been that number. I don't remember what number uh, Ricky Council is. Because uh, I know when he was at Arkansas, he's number one. But I don't remember what he is in the G League or in the Summer League. But either way, it doesn't matter. They're balling out. They're doing good. And that's what matters the most to them. So uh, just got a few minutes. So let's go ahead and jump into your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! Oh, bye! Nine games! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog Update, just a few things that have been going on. We mentioned Jordan Walsh and the great game that he had yesterday for the Celtics. He had 25 points in the Celtics' victory, 95-90 to comeback win over the Lakers. Walsh finished 10 of 20 from the field, 2 of 7 from three-point range. Uh, he was 7 of 9 in the lane, including 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal in 30 minutes of play. So nice performance out of him. And uh, also with Anthony Black, he had a great day- game. 14 rebounds for Anthony Black last night. Like, that's impressive. Impressive, man. For a, for a point guard to be that type of rebounder. I know he's got... He's taller, and I know he's got some length to him, but that's always, I'm sure, really good to see from the Magic standpoint of, hey, he, he can if he needs to score, he can do that. If he needs to get assists, he can do that. But he's also not afraid to get down there and get some rebounds, too, as a guard. So really cool for him. Uh, also, Razorback Basketball finalized a few non-conference games that they'll be playing this upcoming season. I wish I could sit here and tell you it's going to blow your mind of who they're playing, but still some good opponents nonetheless as they will be facing off against Old Dominion November 13th in Bud Walton Arena, North Carolina Greensboro on November 17th, and UNC Wilmington on December 30th, all in Fayetteville, which Greensboro and in Wilmington, they played this past season. And the other one will be the game that's actually here in central Arkansas, Lipscomb. They'll be playing them December 16th at Simmons Bank Arena, which, ironically enough, that was the team they played in baseball at Dickie Stevens Park this past year. So maybe there's like a two-way deal or something for that. Those are all teams that... On a given year, they make the NCAA tournament. Oh, yeah. Each team won over 20 games last year, and each team is returning four of their leading scorers. So, Musk knows what he's doing with those RPI, those adjustments, where he plays teams that are good, but not too good, you know, where it should be a pretty good win for them. But they're starting to get the schedule together. We know they play in Atlantis. We know they play Duke. So, it should be a good conference and non-conference schedule for the Razorbacks next season. So there's your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Going to have Dudley Dawson of Hogville.net joining us on the other side of the break. You won't want to miss it. So stay tuned here on Out of Bounds. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership-level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest-rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 